Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Good evening and a warm welcome to Joy 99.7 FM and to another matriculation, the, the Mother's Day edition of Springboard, your virtual university. As the world honors all women, we add our voices to celebrate women across the world. Let me start with my dear mother, Dora. Of course, Comfort's mother, Flora. And to all mothers and women listening out there, you are special. And as you listen to the virtual university tonight, we trust that your, your value will shoot up. The broadcast is put together by Legacy and Legacy Enjoy 99.7 FM your superstition springboard is proudly sponsored by echo bank the pan-african bank and our investment partner omega capital we also privilege to enjoy media support from the graphic business the business and financial times and technology backing from dream Oval. my name is albert okran and i'm here with my virtual academic board comprising the registrar comfort along with matthew and amos from now till you graduate at 8 8 p.m get ready to zoom all the way to the top tonight if you are full of ideas but don't know how to make anything out of them you are in the right place at the right time if you want to distinguish your good ideas from the bad ones and attract resources and partners to your idea tonight we have some answers for you on your virtual university springboard connects a virtual network of ceos business leaders and thought leaders every sunday evening on a journey of personal improvement our quest is to equip a new generation of african leaders and executives using the medium of human capital development today we continue our series on entrepreneurship and business growth this series seeks to highlight how entrepreneurs are changing the fortunes of nations the world over over the next few weeks we'll be examining issues like how to generate ideas turning them into viable businesses cash flow sales and marketing human resources technology social media for business among others last week we had a general overview of entrepreneurship with Kofi Bentel and Mabel Simpson interesting show tonight we are looking at idea generation and concept development we look at how to generate ideas where to find inspiration if you eat too much and you sleep the ideas will not flow where to find the inspiration and the journey the whole journey and idea travels through from inception to full fruition my guest for tonight has experimented with different ideas and built a reputation as a technology innovator Michael Amankwa, the CEO of Cornet, and he's with me in the studio tonight. But before I bring Michael on, let me remind you, you made some commitments at the beginning of the year, and you can't run away from them. The first was to read one good book a month, and you should be on your fifth book by now. The second is to attend personal development interventions. You should speak to any of the CEOs who came for the the, the public speaking session on, on Friday evening and Saturday. Absolutely amazing. Transformation. Instant. Those of you who say they can't, they can't be instant change, you lie bad. Those who came on Friday by Saturday, they were talking like rattlesnakes. It was just amazing. And that was the executive development session for CEOs and top leaders. A very, very engaging session. 
networking idea generation it was very very interesting and i believe that change is possible even if you think you can never speak in public give it a shot and you will see how much improvement can come the third is was to sign up to the sms academy and the message for today is the 10th on ideas you know this whole month is dedicated to ideas and the message for today the greatest barriers to implementing our ideas are self-doubt excuses and the fear of failure so overcome every fear and act now i'll find out from my guest whether that is the greatest barrier to implementing your ideas fear self-doubt and and mainly the fear of failure and excuses we'll find out from our guest tonight the fourth is to prepare a 20-year personal development and investment plan and the fifth is to build social equity deliberately build social equity there must be people in your life that you deliberately connect to to help you get to the next level i mean we have some very fantastic people in our lives and today on mother's day let me celebrate Mrs. Joy Utabil, a very wonderful woman, a leader, a leader par excellence, very, very strong, dedicated, hardworking woman. And then Dr. Joyce Rosalind Ayi, an example for several people and all the women out there. Come on, enjoy the show. We'll play a special song for you along the line. And so while you get your iPads, your tablets, your notebooks ready for this session on ideas, let me pay some respect to our sponsors. Let me start with Omega Capital, the manager springboard investment club and three reasons why you must sign up for the investment club. The first one is if you are planning to raise a million in your lifetime as your investment target because they will help you step by step to actualize that idea. And you can start with a minimum of 10 Ghana cities every month or 120 Ghana cities a year and build it all the way to the top. Make that dream happen. You also can get investment coaching from the investment advisors that are available for you 24 four hours a day they'll show you where to invest how to invest and how to identify investment opportunities the third reason is the omega advantage i mean they would offer you fixed income investment private equity real estate mutual funds pension fund management and a lot more that's why you must visit them at the alberts akanda or call 030 273 4744 or 026 277 the Springboard Investment Club is the road to your first million. Let me cross over to EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank, on the occasion of the 25th anniversary of the bank. And let me take a minute to commiserate to the bank on the sudden demise of the board chairman, Lionel Dosu. It must be a bittersweet moment for the bank, celebrating 25 years and dealing with this very difficult loss. To the managing director, Sam Samaji, Reverend Mrs. Patricia Sapo, Morgan Asiri, George Mensah, and the entire Ecobank family accept our sympathies. And of course, the greatest commiserations are reserved for his grieving widow, Jibodi, the CEO of Aleo, and the host of the Jibodi show on DSTV. May God strengthen you at this moment. And as we go through the show, we stand with you in your moment of loss. I'll take a brief commercial break and when i come back we'll talk about ideas that idea you've been harboring for a long time let's see how we can make it a reality right here on your virtual university please don't go away ah there's an ecobank atm now check this out i'm going to get money out without a card gosh how did you do that don't you know that now you can withdraw cash from either mtn mobile money or add some money at any ecobank atm and you don't even need an atm card wow 
That's great. And Ecobank has over 200 ATMs across Ghana. It's so convenient. Plus, it's super easy and totally secure. Withdraw cash at any Ecobank ATM from your MTN mobile money and Airtel money wallets. For more information, just call free on short code 3225 from Airtel, MTN and Vodafone lines or 0302-213-999 at normal charges. Terms and conditions apply. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. By kind courtesy, the Springboard Foundation and Omega Capital, get ready to count your first million. Join the Springboard Investment Club, managed by Omega Capital. By investing at least 10 Ghana CDs every month or 120 CDs a year and watch your money grow to the millions in the long term. The Springboard Investment Club will groom you into how to invest, where to invest, how to identify investment opportunities and a lot more with access to a personal investment advisor. Omega Capital also offers top-range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, real estate, mutual funds, pension fund management, and a lot more. Call plus 233 302 734 744 or 0246 390 the mention of a million makes some people smile because they have ideas that they hope to help them reach that million. Let's talk about ideas and how they can become a reality. My guest for tonight returned to Ghana 10 years ago to set up a software and transaction processing business called Net. He came with big dreams and those dreams were almost scuttled by the reality on the ground. He holds a first degree in accountancy and a master's in information technology and telecommunication systems. And Michael believed that the big motivation to come to Africa was simply relevance. Let's test those ideas tonight on your virtual university. Michael Amonkwa, welcome to Springboard. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, good evening to your, uh, your listeners, and I wish them a wonderful and splendid evening. Well, I guess that for the mothers as well, it's, it's, it's a great day to celebrate mothers. Are there, are there any mothers in your life or any mother figures in your life you'd like to celebrate this evening? Of course, my dear mother, Gladys Amankwa, and then also my, my dear wife, uh, Emma Amankwa. Right, so Gladys and Emma. Gladys and Emma. Emma, Emma. Right, I hope they're listening tonight and they're enjoying the show as well. Right, so Cornet started with an idea. Give us an idea about how, how the, the transition has been. And what, what exactly is Cornet? What do you do? Yeah, Cornet is an electronic transactions processing company. And it started 10 years ago. And I got the idea when I was in the U.S., uh, you know, working. And anytime I went to the gas station to buy fuel, you know, you, you didn't have any attendant. You go to the ATM, punch in how much you want to buy, and insert your card and then punch in your pin. And the moment you do that, it gives you the fuel. So I was like, wow, this is pretty neat. I think this thing will work in Africa, especially Ghana, you know. So that is how we got started as an electronic transaction processing company, you know. So I decided to come back and relocate to set that up in Ghana. So you, you came to Ghana, and 10 years after, you are still buying fuel with three attendants at the same point. <laughs> well, maybe it's job creation, isn't it? <laughs> well, the idea was to use technology to make it more easier and, 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 and smoother to do this. So, so in terms of the original idea, has there been a deviation 
in terms of its application? No, I don't think it has been. I think what it's done is it's positioned us to be able to be in a position to be able to create innovative solutions that will change and impact the lives of millions. When we were starting, we thought we were just providing services for big businesses, which were financial institutions, telecommunications and utilities um, providers. But now, you know, after 10 years, we realized that, look, you know, even though we could provide to those institutions and make good money, the bigger impact was, you know, providing a service that would impact and change the lives of the ordinary person on the street. And that is where we are today. For the benefit of our listeners, just give us an idea about how the ordinary person on the street is benefiting from your solutions. Okay, thank you so much. Uh, it's pretty interesting because you just played the advert, uh, you know, by EcoBank, whereby you know you can go to an ATM and then you know be able to take money out from the ATM uh, without a card, and that is what we call the cardless ATM service. Traditionally, I mean, back in the day, you know, ATM services have been developed whereby you use an ATM card, which is whether most people call them Visa card or Mastercard or you know a gift card, but that is so old school, you know, and. About three years ago, you know, about five years ago, you know, the mobile money started coming to town. MTN had launched mobile money. And then we realized that, look, if the future was going to be about, you know, mobile, meaning that you don't, you cannot put a mobile phone in an ATM to be able to take money out. So having seen and looked into the future, I realized that, look, there's a big opportunity. So how, how do we create or develop a solution that no matter where you are, whether you be, you know, even if you don't belong to the bank, you don't even have a card, you'll be able to take your money out from the ATM. So we decided to develop what we call the cardless service, for which today we provide services to MTN you know, mobile money, uh, Airtel money, and uh, you have EcoBank, Fidelity, and other banks on, you know, coming. So by so doing, if you have, for example, uh, you know, a Kai or, you know, who's working down here, and they have to send the five cities to their parent in the north, for example, and it's midnight, they need the money, you're not going to have an agent who's going to be available to give the money. But, you know, the, the parents in the north will be able to go to the ATM with a set of codes provided by the Kaio here, and the parents can take their money out in the morning, be able to buy porridge or buy breakfast. So let's, let's get on to the, or, or, or the origination of ideas, ideas as foundations for starting a business. Let me give you two quotes to chew on. El Nightingale, speaker and uh, motivational, speaker, uh, motivational speaker says, everything begins with an idea. And Napoleon Hill, who's the, the father of, of positive thinking, says, all achievements, all end riches have their beginning in an idea. Connoisseurs think that every business writes on an idea would you agree i agree a thousand percent i mean i don't see how anything meaningful and significant can be you know created without an idea and ideas are birthed from need necessities or you know people just having a discomfort for that reason you want to be able to have solutions for whatever your need is or whatever the problem is i think what is most important is what is the idea for what do you want to get out of you know that idea is it just for your selfish you know interest or is it something that you want to be able to use to transform the lives of people so that's 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 a critical thing what solutions you want to provide how you want to transform the lives of people would you say then that a person who can't generate ideas cannot create wealth I think that everybody can create, you know, can generate an idea. I don't think that you need to be specially endowed or gifted to be able to generate an idea because we all, as human beings, you know, we live. Therefore, we have discomforts, we have problems, there are challenges, you know, so you cannot say that you cannot generate an idea. It depends on, okay, how big is your idea? What do you want to do with it? Are you, are you ready to ride the wave to be able to, you know, see your idea, you know, come into fruition and then be able to become successful to be able to, you know, make a difference? It is a case that some people... Would you say it's a case some people get ideas but they don't value them, they don't recognize them, they only see the ideas when somebody else has done it or 
it, it's been turned into something big. Probably in the original form, ideas don't come looking so glamorous and so promising. And it's possible that one may despise them if you don't have a trained eye or a certain way of looking at potential. Would, would that be the case? I think that, you know, ideas around us, you know, how do ideas come about? They come about because of the challenges around us. One has to make that conscious effort to say, you know what, I want to be a solution provider. I want to be, you know, a guy that fixes and provides, you know, stuff for people out there. So until you you make that conscious effort to be able to do what to make a difference, you're not going to see the ideas. You're not you're not going to see the opportunities for you to be able to you know cultivate the ideas and then turn them into you know solutions. So it's 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 about what do you want in life? How much do you want it? How how hard are you willing to work for it? So de- depending on how much you want out of life, that is what is going to drive the kind of idea you're going to go after, and then also be able to you know stick your neck out there and then work towards it. There's always this debate about capital versus ideas. I mean, you go to an entrepreneurial training session and the experts say, what you really need is ideas and not just money. And many times you talk to startup entrepreneurs and they say, no, it is cash, it is capital. Um, Harvey Firestone says capital isn't that important in business. Experience isn't that important. You can get both of these things. What is important is ideas. Will you... Will you agree that a sellable idea is really the foundation and capital capital can be attracted by an idea? Yeah, I don't think if you give me money right now, I will not take it. I prefer the idea uh, because what an idea does for you is that it helps you really think and then figure out what you really want to do. Once you know what you want to do, you're able to come up with a plan. Yeah, And then based on that plan, you know you know how much you need or what kind of money you need and where you need it from. I mean, when we first started, you know, 10 years ago, we had some money to spend and then we wasted it. You know, we wasted it. So now today, if you ask me, will I take money, you know, of an idea, I'll pick the idea over the money because the idea is what is going to attract the money. And then the type of money that is going to be attracted is going to depend on the idea that you have, you know, the depth of it, the width of it, and how much it can, it can make a difference in the lives of people. So at the end of the day, it's all about ideas. And if you're not able to cultivate more ideas as you go, you're going to sink. Because you're going to become irrelevant. Because whatever you started off with is going to become what outdated and outmoded, and that's it. When do you get your ideas best, personally? I think for me, because of the things I want to do in life, I'm constantly thinking and looking out. So it's consciously I'm thinking about it. Subconsciously I'm thinking about it. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm thinking about it. Because I want to be able to make a big difference. And to be able to do that, you have to live it. It's got to be part of you. You cannot just take an eye. You cannot be thinking about it and drop it and then go do something else and come back. No, you have to live it. And as you live it, it keeps evolving. You know, and as you talk about it with some of your you know, good friends, they keep on adding to it. And you keep on changing it. keep changing it. And that is how the idea evolves to become something that is massive that can truly make you know, a difference. Let me, let me break down for our listeners. So you're saying that as a person, Michael Amangua typically is always chewing on something that he wants to do to make a difference. You lie down to sleep, it's in your mind. In your wakeful time, it's in your mind. You're driving through town, it's in your mind. And as you think about it consciously and subconsciously, the idea gains its own momentum. And then when you're talking to your friends and you're talking about it, something that somebody sees, something that you read, something that you come across, 
throws new light on it. So you are giving me an idea that the idea itself gains a life of its own and refines itself as you go along. Would that be the case with you? Is that what you're saying? Perfect. Let me give you an example. We right. just created a platform out there called Noxy. K-N-O-X-X-I. Okay? And this platform seeks to what? Convert your life experiences into wealth for you. And what we are saying here is this. When you wake up in the morning, you know, to evening, 365 days in a year, how do we take the day-to-day -day activities that you embark upon you know, and create wealth for you. As I said in here and talking on the radio, is that wealth being created for me? Traditionally, no, it's not. But then by virtue of just being here and talking to Albert, wealth should be, should be created for me. And how do you do that? We have now been able to create this platform that by just being here and talking, wealth should be created for me. So if I'm watching TV, I'm, I'm reading a newspaper, I'm talking to friends, I'm, I'm, I'm watching DSTV or whatever it is, wealth should be created for me. And that is what we have created. So, for example, as I'm sitting here as well, I have a bottle of uh, water in my hand, right? I'm drinking it. Is it creating wealth for me? No. But the platform that we have developed... I can open it in the crown of it could be a code okay and i text it to this platform automatically 10 cents for example 10 pesos for example is credited into my account when that money gets in it's automatically invested into a 91 day treasury bill for me just because and i always drink the bottle of water but now what we are saying is this drink the water and get world created for you that is the kind of you know that's a platform that we have created now so what's, what's the selling point in no you call it noxy noxy k-n-o-x-x-i K N O X. What's the what's the origin of the name? Uh, I named it after Fort Knox, you know, in America, where their bullion, you know, security is, whereby you know it's one of their most valued, you know, assets, you know. So this is like your most secure part. Right. Yes. So that's what Knox is about. So let me understand you. Well, you're saying that a person gets is it like is it like air miles, like bonus points for patronizing an airline, uh, a hotel. Is it like the credit you get for... Is, is it related to that kind of concept? It, it, you, you, you can use what we call, you know, loyalty and rewards. So as you do the things you do, the services, the products that you consume or you patronize, those institutions or service providers reward you. But when re they reward you this time, the money comes into the platform, now which is what? Invested for you. You were talking about, you know, the capital, this thing you are talking about. It gets invested for you. And you're able to get the insurance that comes with it, which is micro insurance, death, life, accident, just because you've drunk a bottle of water, just because you've read the newspaper, just because you have watched TV or you've listened to radio. So this is a platform that we've created to be able to monetize the things you do. Traditionally, since the inception, what we all do is we wake up in the morning and we go out to work and we try to make a living. And what we are saying is this. Let us change how we've been doing things. Let us live. And through, the, through living, let us start making money. So if I rewind all this to 10 years ago, we started with watching a, a filling station. Yes. And the, the method by which fuel is served. Yes. Self-service. Yes. And that is the, the seed so an idea is like a seed yes and as it evolves it gains a life of its own and now it starts thinking of global solutions now for the person listening out there i mean i have loads of this particular topic has attracted a lot of interest because and i hope we can open the phone lines to hear people's thoughts about ideas i think we should do at about a quarter to eight there are people who say listen i have this i have an idea nobody is listening to me nobody how what does it take what kind of attributes does it take for a person to be able to start with what you may even call a crazy idea and maybe not even implement it in its original form but let that seed that concept that idea give you momentum and then you ride it all the way and then soon it's creating 
is creating actual world for you, the person who gets the ideas? What is it that many people lack that they're not able to, to make this transition that you have made? I think what people lack or they take for granted is the gift of life. Right. When you're able to wake up in the morning, get out of bed and stretch your arms and walk, that is the most priceless thing that God can ever give anybody else. Once you have that, you have the power to be able to dream and dare and go after whatever you want. So you have to understand the value of that. Dead people in the cemetery cannot dream, they cannot get up, they cannot move, they cannot effect any change. So once you understand that, look, he has given you that, you know, he's given you, you know, a gift whereby you're able to now be free and do the things you want to do. Once you have that, you know that, look, he's already on your side. Now you get out there and say, you know what? How am I going to make the best out of today? So, and if I'm going to be- make the best out of today, how is it going to make the, the difference in the lives of people? A lot of times we look at our own selfish interest. Am I going to make money out of what I'm doing? The moment you start thinking about other people, that is when things start, you know, the, the, it starts changing and it starts evolving into something more brilliant and bigger. So, a lot of times you, sh- you should always have a base, a source where you go to and say, you know what, Lord. You've created me your own image. You've created a lot of these beautiful things in this world. Therefore, I should be able to do a lot of nice, beautiful things. That will change lives as well. Once you have that source, you have that foundation, there is no limit. There is no limit. There is indeed no limit. And it's 28 minutes past the hour of 7. If you just joined us, my guest is Michael Amankwa. He's the CEO of Cornet. He's a technology innovator. And he's telling me a story about how 10 years ago, he came in from the U.S. and... His, his his motivation or the, the the seed that sparked his whole journey was just watching how at the filling station typically you will serve yourself you just punch in the code just decide how much fuel you want to buy and just serve yourself and it cuts when it should cut and he's just comparing that to what we do here and he says he set out to provide relevant solutions and He's come a long way from that original concept to providing solutions that cut across various industries and provide provide help to different categories of people. And we are using that that example as a springboard to look at how several of you have ideas and to see whether we can glean some thoughts about how to make those ideas work. He says he gets he has an original idea and then he feeds on it non-stop day and night. It just reminds me of the song by R. Kelly. I think about it every night and day. Sounds interesting. He says, every conversation, every interaction with any friend, anything he reads, just puts more fuel on his ideas. Have you dropped your ideas over a bowl of fufu? Have you dropped the ideas because somebody said, hey, it wouldn't work? Please pick it up again and dust it. And this time, think about it. Chew on it night and day. And as you do, it will gain a life of its own. And that momentum will travel all the way to the top. Let's look at those who have multiple ideas there are some people oh, i have a fr- I had a friend with charlie every time you meet him just like five what what do you do with people who have very fertile imaginations and they just can't even nest on one idea for a day or a week every time there's a new one that they are pursuing can that also have its own disadvantages it has its own disadvantage and i suffer from that as well because you know because i'm always thinking I have so many ideas coming up Now you have to be able to stay focused, you know, choose one that you believe can give you the ultimate uh, mileage that you want and then be able to just stay with that and stay focused. And a lot of times you want to do it also with your team. So that way you all sign, you know, off on it that look, this is what we are going to do. And then you, you stay committed to it because an idea can just start, but then that is not what you're going to end up with. It's going to evolve. It's going to change. Uh, to go back to the question you asked about, you know, oh, I have an idea and, uh, 
I'm, I'm not able to start and people are not encouraging me and people are discouraging me this is it when God gives you a vision it is yours when you it is yours and it is your duty to make others buy into it and understand it and be able to work with you so when you are talking to people and they don't seem to understand it do not be discouraged because he gave it to you it is your duty to be able to believe in it know that he's there for you and then be able to do what get others on board so that is where it gets interesting and gets challenging and people tend to drop it because they get you know discouraged and at the same time too you don't have to be timid I do not know anybody that is great that has done anything significant by being timid. In our part of the world, when you're confident, people think that, oh, you're too no, you think you know it all. But you cannot do brilliant and good things you know, without confidence. So if you have an idea, be confident, believe in yourself, believe that, look, there's a force behind you, and go after it. That is what makes big things happen. So if you have an idea, believe. Believe. That word is critical. Believe. It is said that you can never convince somebody about something that you yourself do not believe. Imagine working to your bank manager, bank manager and saying, could you graciously give me 100000 for this idea, $1 million for this idea? I'm not sure whether it will work, but if you have some spare money, just give me a million. I mean, there is no way, no matter what cut your balance sheet shows, there's no way they'll give you the money. You must believe. There must be conviction backing your idea. And those are the thoughts that my guest for tonight is sharing with me. And if you just join us, this is the, the second in our entrepreneurship and and business growth series. My guest is Michael Amankwasi of Cornet. We are trying to walk ourselves through what journey an idea travels from conception to execution. We're trying to find out what are the bottlenecks, the difficulties you face on the way. How do you deal with them? And he just spoke to the issue of stakeholders. You are trying to convince people about your idea and they are not minding you. They are not even taking you seriously. He says, you yourself must take yourself serious first. Michael, let me just tell you something. Sometimes the person with the idea gets shot down by even their appearance, even their own presentation. You're going to present to a bunch a bunch of very serious stakeholders asking for big money and you bring the thing. You have the idea all right, but your presentation is fraught with grammatical errors. Your thing is unkempt. You're dressing. You don't look like the part, like somebody they can entrust resources to. Am I being hard on the person who has a great idea but does not package and present themselves well? No, I think that it's fair because, look, if you're going to be the, the leader, you're going to be the guy who is going to go out there to try to, you know, get stuff done and you need help. I mean, you have to you, you have to do your homework and you have to package yourself. You have to be able to invest in yourself. So, I mean, as a business person, if you're not able to speak well in public, you're not able to speak to people in a way that it can be impactful, you can be persuasive, you're not going to get mileage. So what you have to do is invest in yourself learn how to speak in public learn how to you know improve upon your interpersonal skills therefore once you have that you're able to what articulate yourself and then persuade whoever is listening to you so even though they may not really understand what you're talking about the the passion the conviction the delivery will say you know will give them a reason to say okay let's try you maybe you want a million you know what we don't believe in too much in what you're trying to do but we may give you you know hundred thousand because you know we think we like your energy and that is all you need sometimes. You just need a crack, you know, the door open for you a little bit. I was reading something about venture capitalists. And, and it seems that there is some part of every financier or an investor that sees somehow this, this, this person doesn't look like, the idea doesn't look like, but something just tells me, don't let this guy go. Because he could become the next Steve Jobs. 
So even if you don't believe, just put a little there, just in case. Would that, would that be the case? That is the case. All you need is just that door cracked a little open for you. And for you to ask for that, you have to do your homework and you have to be prepared. You have to know what you want, how you want it, and what you're going to use it for. You have to be passionate about it. You have to be ready. You cannot just go in there saying, oh, okay, I need some little help, and that's it. You have to fight for it. When they say no, you say no. Why are you saying no? This is the reason why I want it. Let's do it this way. You know, you have to battle it out, and you've got to be hungry for it. So in our part of the world, look, it's not easy to be an entrepreneur. It's difficult, extremely. And the only way you can succumb all the challenges we have is when you say that, look, no matter what comes at you, you are going to get to the end of it. No matter the no's, no matter the difficulties, you stay the course. Once you have that attitude, there is no way you're not succeed. It may take you 10 years, 15 years, but stay the course. It will happen. You talk about being able to speak to the critical issues that will be needed and being prepared. Do I get the impression that you're saying that the entrepreneur facing a panel, facing potential financiers, facing investors, must be able to preempt all the questions they would they are likely to ask and have clear answers before they go into that session? I mean, to a large extent, you really have to know what you're doing. You know before you go because you have one shot you, you know so you want to make sure you're going fully prepared so you may not be able to have answers to all the you know the questions but your answers have to be intelligent and smart and once you know you know what you want and how you want it, you've done your homework and it's part of you it just flows it just flows and then in the process you know they're going to get the message that you know what this guy is worth really looking at and they're not going to shut it down your face i love the way you say you have only one shot it reminds me of david and goliath if you miss that one shot, Goliath is coming right after you. It is 24 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock, and my conversation tonight is with a man of ideas. His name is Michael Amankwa, the CEO of Cornet. We are talking about the journey and idea travels. And the, this show is dedicated to all of you who have been frustrated because you have an idea and nobody listened to you and you just want to give up. This show is to put some fuel, some energy behind your idea, behind your thoughts so that you can build that next big business and say it all began on Mother's Day 2015. And so what we are trying to do is to show you the building blocks that one will need in the journey from an idea to fruition. And Michael, I'd like us to speak to the issue of timing. Timing. Is there something like the wrong time for an idea? I will say so because I remember one of my businesses, uh, you know, it was brilliant. I mean, that was, I think, about 2002 when I was in the U.S. and I started a company called uh, My Ghana Mart, whereby, you know, Ghanaians in the diaspora will buy, you know, food for their, their loved ones here. So I decided to set it up and I came to Ghana and got Nestle, Unilever, Gafco, all of that to, you know, give me their products. And I set it up on the Internet. And I knew it was going to work. I believed so much in it. But guess what? The folks that were going to patronize it did not have access to internet in America then. Because those were the people who were like the taxi drivers, you know, uh, the cleaners and stuff that at that time did not have access to the internet. So even though we got some transactions and stuff like that all over the world, it was not enough. So the idea was way ahead of its time. But the beautiful part about all of that is that you learn from it. You learn from it. You learn learn from from it. it. But sometimes the learning is painful because the time you get to learn is when somebody else does the same thing at a more conducive time and they are getting the money. You got that you got the idea, you put in the, the, the hard work and you learn the lesson. But they, they got the cash. That can be very painful sometimes, isn't it? No, it is, but the way you look at it and say, you know what? Okay, there's a reason why it didn't work. What are the lessons? 
and you, you, you know, you, you, you grab the lessons and then you add them to your, your tool set. And then you pick up yourself again and then you go. You always go back to those lessons from that failure or, you know, that challenge. But once you do, you see, you're positioning yourself for something bigger. And, you know, so when something doesn't happen, it doesn't mean that it was bad or the time was off or whatever it is. But there's, there's something bigger for you around the corner and you don't look back. Look forward. You have this, you have this very relaxed um, attitude about ideas that didn't work. Do I get the impression that you've tried several things in the course of your life? Oh, I've tried several, several, several. It's painful. It's, <laughs> it sucks. It hurts. You lose money. But the beautiful thing about it is you learn. And when I look back at where we have been and where we are today, today we have been able to develop a platform that will allow somebody to invest 10 pesos in a fixed deposit, be able to pay, you know, 10 pesos for insurance, be able to borrow 50 pesos. You tell me, if a typical, you know, uh, African lives on $2 or less a day and you cannot borrow one CD or two CDs, then something is fundamentally wrong. So what it means is that, look, we are not able to get to the bottom of the pyramid of people. That about 70% of our population that are unbanked. So look at it. That's a huge opportunity. But when I look back at all the lessons and all the challenges, it was just preparing me and my company to be able to develop a solution that will allow people to be able to invest in pesos and then be able to borrow one city, five cities, and not even worry about paying because the system knows how it's going to take the money back. This is working right here in Ghana. This is working right here in Ghana, and that is Noxi, K N O X X I dot com. And when you get on it right now, it's going to ask you to register. And when you you have to register, it's going to ask you for a referral ID. You can use C zero two three three. So the the referral ID is C zero two three three, and then it gets you in. The moment you get in, it gives you you know it gives you some money for you to be able to spend to see how the system works. So ten pesos in investment, fifteen pesos, twenty pesos, one CD, five CD. So you can get five million people, a million people. Boy, one CD in the morning and paying by evening. Is there something like a stupid idea? There's nothing like that. Why? Because the idea from the beginning may sound funny and stupid, but it evolves. Ideas always evolve. If you stop thinking about it and working on it, then maybe that's when we can say it's stupid because you didn't give it an opportunity for it to develop. Are you seeing that there's nothing? I mean, some ideas are pipe dreams, and they? No, let me give you an example. I remember, you know, I think about. Yeah, my son Elsting is ten years old now. About six years ago, you know, I took him out, you know, to play, and he said, "Daddy, you know what? My feet hurt. I mean, I feel very hot in my sh- my shoes." And I said, "Elsting, what do you want me to do for you? If you feel very hot in your shoes, you cannot take your shoes out." And I asked him, "You know what? What are you going to do about it?" He looked at me and said, "Daddy, you know what? I want an air conditioned shoe." And I said, "Why am I going to get you an air conditioned shoe?" He said, "When I grow, I'm going to make one." So what he was trying to say is this: He's very uncomfortable, okay, but he knows that. Look, he needs comfort and to get a comfort he needs an air conditioned shoe but what he's saying is that in the future i'm going to you know create or you know manufacture a shoe that will give me the comfort and make my feet feel you know cool so right there at six years old look at the thinking of the boy you know and all i could do was to hug him and just smile at him and he didn't even understand why i was even smiling at him i can tell you this my response to that is to ask you a question is it possible that parents who are entrepreneurial and idea generators raise children who are also idea generators. I want to say so. Let me flip it because my parents are not business people. Well, you are the first generation, so your children will follow after you. Well, now I hope they do. I hope <laughs> they do. But I think it all boils down to you know, our, you know, you being able to identify what your purpose is and what it means to you and how far you're willing to go for it. I mean, business is not for everybody. 
you know but once you elect to be a, a business person entrepreneur you need to know that look that's a serious uh, uh cap you're putting on and there's so much is expected out of you and you don't have to you know get angry or be you know sad or not happy just because you know those around you are not supporting or they're not you know taking up entrepreneurship or business it is 17 minutes to the hour of eight o'clock this is springboard a virtual university and tonight we are doing that highly publicized show on ideas how to generate them how to refine them how to polish that raw gem to become a world-class idea how to deal with rejection or the ideas that fall by the wayside and don't come to fruition how to find partners and financiers for your idea it, it, it could be a music album it could be a political party it could be an ngo it could be a bank it could be anything what michael is saying my guess for tonight is that there is nothing like a stupid idea his son will release an air-conditioned shoe in the next 20 years so plan to wear one of the shoes when they come out i'm going to take a brief musical break so i can play a song for all women out there today we are celebrating womanhood Dr. Fred Bracken uh, uh, preached a powerful message today on, on the role of women in our lives at Christ's temple. And he celebrated every every woman for, 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 for who God has made you. And so tonight, if you are a woman listening out there, listen, whoever you are, you may be young, you may be middle-aged, you may be old, you are special. Let me once again celebrate Dora and Flora. I'm sure I know you are listening tonight. You listen to Springboard every, every Sunday evening. So enjoy this one. I'm going to play a special song with long life. He will satisfy me. The song is by Israel Houghton. When I come back, let's talk about taking that idea to the global stage. And I'm going to open the phone lines as well for you to ask questions. Are you trying out some idea? Is it giving you heartache? Let's find out if we can pull some thoughts from my guest for tonight. So let's enjoy the song with Long Life by Israel Houghton. Please don't go away. Are you all ready? Get yourself a little room because this one's going to require some movement.
money out without a car. Gosh, how did you do that? Don't you know that now you can withdraw cash from either MTN Mobile Money or Exxon Money at any Ecobank ATM and you don't even need an ATM card? Wow. That's great. And Ecobank has over 200 ATMs across Ghana. It's so convenient. Plus, it's super easy and totally secure. Withdraw cash at any Ecobank ATM from your MTN mobile money and Airtel money wallets. For more information, just call free on short code 3225 from Airtel, MTN, and Vodafone lines or 0302-213-999 at normal charges. Terms and conditions apply. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. By kind courtesy, the Springboard Foundation and Omega Capital, get ready to count your first million. Join the Springboard Investment Club, managed by Omega Capital, by investing at least 10 Ghana CDs every month or 120 CDs a year and watch your money grow to the millions in the long term. The Springboard Investment Club will groom you into how to invest, where to invest, how to identify investment opportunities and a lot more with access to a personal investment advisor. Omega Capital also offers top-range investment services including fixed income investment, private equity, real estate, mutual funds, pension fund management, and a lot more. Call plus 233 307444 It's 11 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock and this is Springboard, your virtual university. And at this point, I'm going to open the phone lines for you to join my guest, Michael Amankwa, CEO of Cornet, with your thoughts, your questions about business. And uh, we'd like to find out from you, do you have an idea? Are you, do you have a question about business? Ask those questions and let's see if we can get some answers for tonight. There are several pulled ideas out there and we'd like to give you a chance. The number to call 030-221-6541. But while you get ready to ask those questions, let me give you the 10 commandments I've picked up from Michael Amankwa tonight. Michael, I always write 10 commandments from my guests just to make sure that I've distilled your favorite thoughts and I have them ready for our listeners. I probably will drop them after the phone call because I have a caller already. People are calling because ideas, that's why ideas you like, but people have ideas. Let's hear from, hello, good evening. Yes, good evening, Alvin. Your name, please. Stephen from my Stephen, it's been a while. How are you doing? I'm fine, and you? Very well, by his grace. Stephen, do you have some... Oh, we lost Stephen. Right. So the number to call zero three zero two two one six five four one. Do you have an idea that you are nesting, you are nurturing, and are you being discouraged by the lack of resources, the lack of support, or your own multiple ideas? How do you select from a, a plethora of several ideas all competing for your attention? Do you think about ideas night and day like R. Kelly? Okay, so let's see. Think about your ideas, but call into the show also. Let's talk. If you have an idea and you are thinking of how to take it onto the global stage, talk to my guest tonight and let's see if we can make it a reality. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? I'm Nuruddin from Tamale. Nuruddin from Tamale? Yes. How, how is the weather in Tamale? It's fine. Do you know you can use a cardless ATM in Tamale? Oh, yes. Yeah, All right. Let's talk to Michael. Go ahead and ask a question. Okay. I... Nuru, could you could you lower the volume on your radio set just so we can hear you very clearly? 
Wow, is that there's some feedback in the in the background? Hello. Yes, please go ahead. Okay. So I finished school in 2013, and I working like a but I have an idea, and it keeps pushing me. And if I am working, I feel uncomfortable because I think I'm not achieving my passion. But I also this is not the right to leave my job and start pursuing a passion. All right, no, I think I, I get the summary of your idea. I think I get a summary of your question. We will try and answer it. Nuru is a, t- a typical person who has an idea that is eating him up and he thinks it's not the right time to leave his, his, his job and do it. We'll see if we can find some answers for him. And while we wait for the next question, Pleroma Telosis um, Agbanu says, Said Agbanu, Michael is my boss. He's a true role model when it comes to entrepreneurship. A single day never passes without him talking about and looking forward to the things that can be done, right? Right? He's getting me passionate about my ideas. Boss, don't worry, I won't quit. I learn. Okay, I think it's one of your scenes in the office. Said, don't quit, learn. Okay, all right. Hello, good evening. Good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? Uh, Morris. My name is Morris Kanisa. Morris, how are you? Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Doing well. Do you have some journalistic ideas that you want to share with us tonight? Well, um, not the question, Chelsea. Just to say congratulations to Michael. How far he's come. I've known Michael since 19. 19- 88. I know a lot of his stories, and I'm saying he's come through hard work. He's very ambitious and always has his eyes on the ball. I remember even whilst we were doing full levels, testing at night four times, he said, when I grow, I'm going to be a millionaire. Recently, I met Magalesa. He's changed it to a billionaire. But I think in all that he said, he's always had his eye on the ball, and I think for every entrepreneur, every professional, believe in your dreams. There'll be difficulties, but you need to have your eye on the ball. And there's one thing that I'll never forget. Albert, two and a half hours to my wedding at the time when everybody expected me to be relaxed and dressing up. I found myself at busy internet, printing and binding documents. Michael was then in the U.S. and he had sent a business proposal that needed to be developed first thing in the morning the following Monday at Merchant Bank. He never took his eye off the ball and that's how far he's come. Maurice, were you late for your wedding? I wasn't late. Okay, if you were, your wife would now know what, what caused you to be late. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling to the show, Maurice Kwanza, senior journalist. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your thoughts about Michael with us. Yeah, my pleasure. Right, God bless you, Maurice. Interesting, he says you've always had your eye on the ball, and, and that was an endorsement coming from Maurice Kwanza. Hey, do you have another caller? Hello, good evening. Please lower the volume on your radio set just so we can hear you very clearly, and then we can take your questions or your contributions. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? Stephen from Amsterdam. All right, Stephen, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, I think that with ideas in it, the biggest problem you face is how to overcome the hard time, especially looking at topics, making it at the topic, you know, level, and you are getting everything life. So I would like to ask you how you can overcome the difficult on your way to achieve what you think, to achieve with your ideas. 
Thank you very much, Stephen. And thank you for all those. Thank you to all those who called. Nuruddin from Tamale and everyone else who called into the show, including my friend Maurice Kwanza. So, um, Michael, Nuruddin, um, Stephen is saying that the biggest barrier to ideas is how to go through the hard times. You went through hard times. What kept you going? Morris has suggested that it's keeping your eye on the ball. What kept you going? I think you have to find something you're passionate about. Right. And if your passion, for example, in my case, whereby I want to be able to change the lives of millions and millions of people in Africa, I mean, that's a, a tall order. And to be able to do that, you cannot, you cannot be ordinary. You cannot do the normal things that everybody does. And so it comes at a price. So, for example, what I used to do for motivation, because there are times when I feel blue and I feel down, uh, you know, I'll drive past, you know, there's a little slum by in Accra, you know, you see people sleeping outside and it's raining and they're trying to find a way, you know, some place to sleep. And I look at them like, you know what, this is not right. This is not right. What can we do about it? What can I do about it? So, you know, in, in, in situations where I, I feel like giving up, I recollect you know the reason why I started. I'm like, you know what? It's not an option. You gotta keep going. So you have to look for something that gives you, the, you know, the reason to keep going. Because times is, is difficult. It's not easy, and and there are things that you will not even foresee. There are times when the price may be extremely expensive at the cost of family and all of that. But when you know and believe that you've been given a gift, and and it's coming from the you know from the you know from from God, you want to make sure that look, Charlie. No matter what it is you stay the course. Be like a piece of uh, stamp on an envelope. You know, that's traveling from America coming down to Ghana. No matter where it passes, no matter what machines it passes through, no matter who handles it, the stamp stays on the on the envelope, on the mail, until it gets to you. So no matter what it is, do not give up, don't look back. There are lessons in all the challenges that you encounter. That is how you, you, you cross it. And it's interesting, Maurice called because I even forgot about it. I remember the Ghana matter I was talking about. I asked him, look, get this proposal out, you know, and, and it's interesting that he recollected and brought it out. Morris, thanks, man. He did. He did. He did. So, final question. Nuruddin from Tamale was asking about what do you do when you have an idea, you are you are an employee somewhere, you have an idea, and you think it's not the right time for the idea, but probably also afraid that what if somebody else takes it and runs with it? What do you do? I think when it comes to ideas, you know, I strongly believe that, look, when it's yours, it's yours. Somebody may have something similar, whatever it is, but may not be able to do it as good as you, you know, as as you. If you take Nuridin as he's saying, I mean, he just he just left school or something, so he doesn't really have much experience. So I would advise that look, you know, try and get some experience under your belt yeah, in terms of look how you know corporations work, institutions work, and how business works within where you work. Whilst you develop your ideas, so what you do is you take take your time. You know, there's you know ideas will come. You know, you may think that you have the best idea right now, but at the end of the day, it may not be that. But you have to prepare. And a lot of times, we do not invest in ourselves. And what is most important is what? Imagination is more important than what? Knowledge. And knowledge becomes stale. If you, don't, if you have the knowledge and you don't act, you can't do anything. But when you imagine, that is when it becomes beautiful. Good. So when you combine your imagination and the knowledge, that is when great things happen. So you guys out there, please, let your minds flow. Imagine as wild as you can. The sky is the limit. No, There's no fee for what dreaming there's no fee for imagining but as you do keep in your hearts that look whatever i want to do it has to make a difference in the lives of others and through that you are able to get what you want and the satisfaction you deserve and those are the closing thoughts of my guest michael amankwa whatever it is believe it and as you do and you pursue it remember that imagination is greater than knowledge knowledge can become still but when you have imagination to drive you to achieve great things those of you who are waiting for my 10 commandments i got 12 of them actually let me give them to you in a jiffy and then i'll sign off on the show 
Michael has been sharing with us about ideas, the journey from ideas to fruition. The first thing is that ideas are birthed from needs, necessity, and difficulties. The second thing he said is that you recognize your ideas best when you are committed to making a difference. And it's, it's about what you want from life and how badly you want to make a difference. The third point he, make is that he made is that he values ideas above capital because ideas can attract the requisite resources. But in his case, the first capital that he had at the beginning of his business was wasted and so he values ideas more than capital. The fourth point is that, is that ideas engage his thinking and his subconscious mind or thoughts night and day. And as he thinks about the ideas, they are refined consistently and they get better and better every day. The fifth point is that the reason people fail to discern and implement their ideas is because they don't value the gift of life. As long as you are alive, ideas will keep flowing as gifts from God. The sixth point Michael made is about multiple ideas. Just stay focused and choose the ones that are relevant. The seventh, seventh one was about getting support. Your duty or responsibility is to sell your idea to your potential stakeholders. The eighth was about packaging and it requires interpersonal skills, passion, conviction, and delivery. The ninth point, you often have only one shot. So make sure you are swift and you are smart. And remind me of David and Goliath. The tenth is about timing. An idea can be released at the wrong time. And he talked about his own idea that was released prematurely and didn't have the technological backing to be able to actualize it. He also shared two more things that there's nothing like a stupid idea. It may look absurd in the beginning, but with refinement and continuous application, it can become a reality. The final point, in times of discouragement, find something you are passionate about and remind yourself of the course you are pursuing and stick like a stamp traveling from the U.S. to Ghana. I hope you've enjoyed this show and I hope that next week you will join us because I'm going to bring Elikam Nutifafa Kwenye here. We'll talk about the profile of an entrepreneur. What are the things that are common about all entrepreneurs? And I can tell you, something when you look in their eyes you will see they all have a particular way of looking at you when they sit behind the microphone you can see it on radio but i'll tell you how it looks like next week every entrepreneur has a certain look it's special talking about entrepreneurs good evening jifa and also my dear sister tomorrow is your birthday the ceo of ucsl i hope you're enjoying the show tonight you are passionate about entrepreneurship and i know you are listening Coming up next, a walk with Jesus. And tonight, we bring you the playback of the second part of the interview with the occultist who practiced for 12 years and found Christ. And I trust that this will be instructive for you as you listen. In the meantime, till we come your way again next week, God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you. My name is Reverend Albert Okan, here with Comfort, Matthew, and Amos. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233-2499-900. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com Amazon.com or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,